0: Buying a business and scaling it is not as difficult as you think, and there are too many myths out there that only millionaires can buy and make money off of them. Anybody can buy an existing profitable business and scale it without prior experience, and many times without using their own money. Arturo has started, bought and sold over 55 plus businesses across 18 industries. He has coached thousands of business owners, individuals, corporate employees, service employees, freelancers, real estate investors, retirees, homemakers, and many others in buying businesses and scaling them, and in doing so, transforming their lives. And you can too. And to help get you started, here is your host, Arturo Henriquez.
1: Hello everybody and welcome to this podcast. Uh, Today I want to talk about something that's top of mind which is execution. This is a challenge that comes up all the time. You know it comes up in our coaching calls with the business owners. Uh, We have a weekly coaching call, group coaching call um, and it comes up into you know the how do I execute better right and just getting stuff done and not just stuff but the right stuff and you know Putting the wrong stuff aside, putting it on ice and focusing on really the most important things and getting them done. So I want to share a quick story with you, which this is kind of one of those epiphany stories where I had like one of those big aha moments and shifted everything in my business, in my businesses, that is, in terms of how I literally think about really everything. And the story, some of you guys might be familiar, but it goes back to the problem I was trying to solve was just that I was struggling with doing everything myself, right? I was Mr. Chief Everything Officer, and I was the cliched, you know, uh, 70, 80-hour week, you know, working weeks uh, on my businesses. I did not have time for my family, did not have time for anything else other than the business, right? Uh, Mr. Chief Everything Officer, I was also doing all the thinking for all the people in our businesses, right? And just like, you know, using the rowing analogy, I was pulling on all the oars and all the monkeys were on my shoulders. You know, it was really, really frustrating and not a good place to be in. So my epiphany where everything shifted for me, there was a trip that I took to Washington where, you know, long story short, I met with a bunch of top project management leads from some of the biggest companies that, you know, like John Deere, Boeing, some, some really heavy hitters. And we were looking and talking about the structure of hyper-productive self-managed teams. And so we were in a garage and we were actually building a car. So we were not just kind of theorizing, you know, talking about this stuff and intellectualizing it. We were actually using it and experiencing it in building a car. And sometimes, guys, your experience as your best teacher. And so I want to just describe to you this will make sense to your business in terms of how I had this huge aha moment, this huge epiphany you know, as you listen. So we're in this garage, we're building this car, it's day one. I've never built the car before. I'm not an automobile guy, nor had most of the strangers who are going through this experience with me. And this is the interesting thing. So in a nutshell, really to oversimplify it, the framework that we looked at was, let's look at all of the major components. Than make up a car, and so what we had to do essentially was we bought an old, I believe it was an old Civic, Honda Civic, off of uh, I believe it was Craigslist. So we could strip out the engine, you know, all the major components. We had prefab the frame, and we had prefab like all of these hardnesses were already done and everything for us. So it's not like we were starting from actual scratch and building a car, right? The major components were there for the most part. Anyways, kind of help us learn this, right, this process. And in order to build a car, is it's really kind of logical, right? There's only one way and one place that the steering column can go. There's only one way, orientation, that you can assemble and get the wheels so the wheels are going to work, so that you can steer, so that you can brake, so that you can accelerate. There's only one way if you want to do it safely and effectively to pull that stuff off. These components have to go in the right place, right? So if you look at the components, there's you know, some major components that make up a car. You've got uh, the engine would be one major component. The electrical could be another um, major component and so on and so forth. So breaking it down, uh, we had about eight to 10 major components within each of all of those components. So we said, okay, here's the car. It's made up of these eight things within each of those. You've got success criteria and by that I mean like if the wheels have to go here, they have to be tightened to this specification, right? So there's a list of success criteria that if you just follow this list, you're going to end up building a car and lo and behold, we divided and conquered. Everybody tackled one of the modules and we just went through the list right? We need to get the engine dropped into the front. Here's a success criteria. Here's what needs to happen. You know, there's pictures to say like, okay, here's the orientation. Here are the hookups. And it's just like, check, 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 check. And when it's laid out in this way, your brain is able to grasp and simplify what really needs to be done. So you've got your your big overall things that need to be built. And within that, there's these little things that contribute to the big things, you know, if that makes sense. So within the context of your business, so why am I telling you this story? Well, most businesses and people get into that habit and the rhythm and routine of, you know, because they don't have like specific instructions to say like, okay, at the end of this, we're going to have a car, something really tangible. It's like, this is what it's going to look like when it's done. Most businesses lack this. And as a result, a lot of the stuff that gets done, you know, you've got your day to day operations and, you know, you have your projects, stuff that your teams might be working on to improve the business, solve problems and stuff like that. But in the absence of clarity, uh, two things happen. One is people just keep themselves busy, just working on stuff and filling the day. Right. It's the difference between motion versus progress. And most of that stuff is, is non-value producing activities. The second thing is going down the path of least resistance or low friction stuff that they like doing and they tend to like to do. And so at the end of it, you know, if using the metaphor of the car, you'll often just end up with bits and pieces of stuff that are not all necessarily contributing to where you need to go in your business. Right. And we use the half, you know, building half bridge analogy where a lot of people spend a lot of energy and resources and they've never fully finished the bridge and so the cars can never go over the bridge. So that you know that added absolutely no value. And again, in having lack of clarity, lack of a North Star, lack of where you're supposed to be going, lack of how your tasks and activities that your team and you are doing today, how they are tethered to those you know, quarterly or yearly goals, with lack of that transparency and that clarity, um, in what they're supposed to do and how it overall, you know, how it affects the overall picture, you're going to get a lot of half-filled bridges that just eat up resources and don't move the needle for your business. This long story short, just to wrap it up, if that makes sense, you've got a car. It's made up of these things. Each one of these has, you know, if you follow these things, you're going to end up with the car. Using that analogy, right, all the different components. Look at your, you know, let's look at your business. So look at all your departments. Look at your sales. Look at your marketing. Look at your operations. Look at your customer service. All of the different areas that comprise your business. Think of those as, you know, those those modules. All of your businesses, the car, you know, your sales, the marketing, the admin, the customer service. That's your engine. That's the, uh, the electrical component. So think about what is the success criteria that indicates a healthy sales machine a healthy admin machine, a healthy customer service machine. And if we focus on sales, you know, what does a healthy sales machine look like? What are the activities that precede a sale? What are those? And then reverse engineer, you know, if you need to make a million dollars a month or whatever, or $100,000 a month, what are the things that lead to that million or $100,000 a month? And the success criteria might be, you know, it might be meetings, getting in front of customers, and so it's the number of meetings, then you look at, you know, the conversion rate. What's the conversion rate? Is it 40%? So four out of 10 meetings are, are being closed. And then you can literally reverse engineer the stuff and make it almost scientific. If we do these things, these success criteria, we've got a very, very strong likelihood that the outcome will be what we want. And that's essentially like looking at your business in that way and breaking down each of your departments. Determining what are the success criteria that are going to lead to a healthy outcome in that department and then a healthy outcome for the business as a whole. So the health of your cash flow, what what is that? What does that look like? What are the things that lead to that? One of them is your receivables. Uh, Another is your inventory. Your inventory turns your receivables. What percentage of of your receivables are outside of 90 days? For us, you know this week, I know it's 1.5%. And if it's underneath 5% of our receivables are outside of 90 days, I know that our cash flow is going to be healthy. If our business is a machine or a car, I know that that department, in a very measurable way, what healthy looks like. And that's the success criteria, and we track it over time every single week. We just look at it that way. And so all the departments in your business think of them as like these modules, like the components of a car. And what are the things that need to be in place in order to make that car run very well? So the sales department, you know, pretty obvious it might be different in your business, but you know what leads to the sale? You know, if it's a proposal and your conversion rate today is going to be, you know, what it is, and you know, if it's 10%. Uh, what can you do uh, to make it 11 percent? This is where scientific methods come in. So if it was 10 percent today, how can we get it to 11 percent next week, 12 percent the week after? And it just becomes an optimization game. But thinking about your business in this way, making it measurable, and then tying you know tying these things you know objectives through your departments to the teams to say you know you're the sales manager for example. This is what a healthy sales department. Looks like, and track and measure it on a weekly basis. If it's within alignment of where you need to be, then great. Keep doing that. Keep looking, measuring, and reporting every week. If it's not that stuff, you need to be working on. All of your activities should be very intentional to get back within alignment, so that you've got a healthy machine going forward. And it's really like we don't we don't really need to overcomplicate anymore, right? Where do we want to be? What does healthy look like? break it down within each unit you know each unit within your business make it measurable you know specific and measurable step here is to distribute the ownership to say you know the sales manager you own this part of the car and you know these wheels aren't going to move unless these numbers and all of these success criteria are within alignment here so it's just a different way of thinking i hope that metaphor is useful for you it certainly helped us to bring clarity in terms of what is important, what we should be focusing on across our business units so that our business can run and function like a well-oiled machine. So again, I hope that was useful and I want to thank you very much for listening to this episode.
0: If you love the How to Buy a Business and Scale It podcast, then we know you would love Business Acquisition's Accelerator Program. Here, we have helped thousands of individuals buy profitable existing businesses without having prior experience, and sometimes without using their own money in as little as 90 days, and we guarantee these results. Head on over to www.arturohenriquez.com forward slash BA. And if you want to learn how to scale your business and remove yourself from the day-to-day operations by turning your business into a lean operating machine like over 600 business owners have done, then go to www.arturohenriquez.com forward slash SS.